Recycling is certainly something that uh, we hear much of these days. In fact, a truck just came yesterday by my home and uh, recycled cans, newspapers, and various kinds of mixed papers. All of it's important these days because we're environmentally conscious. You know, the Bible, always ahead of the times, recognizes the worth of recycling human potential. The psalmist David knew all about this, and he talks about it in Psalm 40. Hi there, I'm Rex Bullock, and I want to welcome you to a half hour that we call Dayspring, Teaching God's Standard for Holy Living. Come on in. Let's talk about recycling. We welcome you to Dayspring, a combination of music and message designed to bring you closer to the living Lord. Today's broadcast features a message by Rex Bullock called Reclaimed redeemed, and recycled. And today's text taken from Psalm chapter 40, verses 1 and 3. Say, we're going to get a close-up with Rex with a personal visit very shortly, but first the singers compliment this half hour with great worship music. All hail King Jesus and crown him King of Kings. Let you and I take this time to worship.
And now with one of the friendliest voices you'll hear on radio, here's Rex Bullock. His letter simply starts off like this. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, my name is, and I'm 33 years old. I'm in a treatment center. I've been in treatment before, but this time is a lot different for several different reasons. It's very hard dealing with the feelings that I'm having about all of the pain and the loss that I've caused my family. And the feelings of loneliness are more like aloneness. My problems are all caused by my alcohol and drug abuse. Now, I would like to know if you would pray for me to get what I need here and start being the father that my babies deserve. I'm learning parenting here, and I want to do uh, as best I can. I want to nurture my kids toward God. I love listening to your radio program. You really inspire and encourage me. Thank you so much. Please pray that I can go on working for God when I'm done getting what I need here. What an important letter that really is. That lets me know that Dayspring really is reaching out. We're playing an important role in the lives of men and women. I hope, my friend, that uh, you will join us in praying for this man, 33 years old, desperately needing treatment, desperately needing God, desperately needing recycling. We're talking about that today on Dayspring. And I'm so glad that uh, you've come along to join us. Say, my friend, I hope that you'll be a prayer partner with us in behalf of the man whose letter I just read and the many, many others that we receive each week, as well as the requests that you have. I have some information about our worldwide prayer partners. In fact, I'd like to send you a copy of our prayer sheet. We call it Prayer Insights. It's perhaps the most important ministry that we have. We receive so many prayer requests from people who call our 800 number, people who uh, write to us, or people who send an email. Any way that you want to do it is fine. We just want to connect with you and pray concerning the needs that you have. Why not write today or call today and get a copy of Prayer Insights? And we'll also send you information about how that you can become a monthly prayer partner with us. We have prayer materials, great books on prayer, tapes, various kinds of things that will encourage you and uplift you. So become a prayer partner with Dayspring. My friend, I read each request. We add them to a list. We have people who are praying. And I am so thankful that we have the opportunity of lifting the needs that you have along with the others to God. It was Dr. Adam Clark, that preacher of many years ago, and a great commentator who said, Rare indeed is the individual who thanks God that he can pray for someone else. Well, we're thanking God that we can pray for you. And I want you to join with us and become a prayer partner. Just ask for the information on be becoming a prayer partner and get our prayer insights sheet. Now, here's something else that I want to place in your hands. We've been making it available the last couple of weeks, but this is just vital. It's called For Families Under Stress. Find God's strength 
in God's Word. Here is a book of Scripture that uh, really will be helpful. It is specifically tailored to meet whatever particular kind of stress that you may have. Claim your copy of Families Under Stress. Joe Alcorn's going to give you our address, but uh, I'm encouraging you to communicate with us today. Thank you so much for doing that. And as you do, we'll return the compliment and communicate with you. Thank you. Well, is the pace of life moving too fast, my friend? I invite you to write for the free book called Families Under Stress. It's yours as you request it when you write Dayspring. Post Office Box 56300, Portland, Oregon 97238. That's P.O. Box 56300, Portland, Oregon 97238. Or you can call for your copy as well. Our toll-free telephone number is 1-800-783-DAYS, 1-800-783-DAYS. Say, so if you'd like to drop Rex a line, here's his email address. It's one word, rexbullock at cs.com. That's rexbullock at cs.com. Well, I just know you're going to enjoy today's message by Rex called Reclaimed, Redeemed, and Recycled. But before he comes, the singers return with a song called Because We Believe.
Recycling, you know, is a phenomenon of our times. Some years ago, drought descended like a blight on New York City, and stringent measures had to be taken to conserve water. And yet at Lincoln Center and some other public places, fountains continued to play their cooling spray, bringing refreshment to heat-weary city dwellers. As though anticipating criticism, the Parks Department placed signs that read, This water is being recycled. We hear so much about recycling these days. It's just a part of our everyday living in this world. Recycling is a measure being taken, even belatedly, by our affluent society that now sees itself running out of natural resources. But before recycling, we must have reclamation. The Bible always ahead of the times, recognizes the worth of recycling human potential. David the psalmist knew all about this. He spoke of being in an horrible pit and miry clay. That's in Psalm 40. Doesn't that savor of a garbage pile or a trash heap? But listen, God did not leave David there. Ah, verse 2 of Psalm 40 said, He brought me up and set my feet upon a rock, and established my goings. And if if that were not enough, David added, he put a new song in my mouth. Now David was lifted out of misery and filth and uselessness, and became established and given a heart to sing. And that's the kind of recycling that interests God. No matter how far or how low someone has gone, There's no question that he has worth. He was made in the image of God. When God steps in and reclaims a man or woman, he is asserting his prior claim. You see, that individual may have voluntarily gone over to the enemy's camp, but God has not abdicated. Now, beyond reclaiming, there has to be redeeming. Let me give you an example. We might know where a certain item lies on a scrap heap. We might recognize that it has worth and has designs. Ah, we might even think this could have future use. But first, we have to redeem it. For us, as humans, the price has been paid. God sent his Son from heaven down to earth to redeem us. You see, God laid claim on us as his blood-bought people. There's a heart-tugging story of a young lad who painstakingly fashioned a little boat. He painted it. His mother made a sail for it. And with great pride, that boy set it afloat at the edge of the river. He had a string attached to it, but a sudden gust of wind tore the string out of his hand and carried that little boat into a current. And that lad tried in vain to get it back. Oh, he did everything he could, and finally he dragged himself home in tears at the loss of his little boat. Weeks later, to his instant joy, he recognized his boat in the window of a second-hand shop. (laughs) He dashed into that shop breathlessly, telling the shopkeeper, 
about his boat. He said, that's mine. That's my boat. I lost it. And the shopkeeper said, well, you can't have that boat until you pay for it. Well, that was sad news because the kid had no money. But after a while, he earned the small amount, and with unbounded delight, he went back into that second-hand store. And this time, he gave the shopkeeper the money. And you know what he said? You're mine, little boat. I made you. I lost you. But I bought you back. You're mine. That boat was nonetheless precious to the young owner, even though he had found it in a virtual junk shop. Now, how much more has God a purpose when in grace and mercy he reclaims us and redeems us from sin? God has saved us unto good works, says Ephesians 2.10. We have a brand new beginning. How many people throughout history have yearned for another start, a fresh new page with no blots on it. And all the time, it has been theirs for the asking. My friend, can I tell you something? You are redeemed. You were bought with a price. We can have all things new. Second Corinthians 5.17 says about this newness, Therefore, if any man be in Christ... He is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. I love the living Bible paraphrase. When someone becomes a Christian, he becomes a brand new person inside. He is not the same anymore. A new life has begun. We have new eyes to see. We have new ears to hear what God has for us. We have a new goal of pleasing Him and new ambitions that go beyond selfish aspirations. Perhaps the most glorious of all the new things in our basket of life after redemption is our new destination. That's heaven. One of the wonderful aspects of all this newness is that it can begin at any age. (laughs) Ah, yes, I have three children. Uh, When my kids were young, very young, preschoolers, in fact, with that pure understanding of a child, they both trusted Christ as Savior. Maybe because they lived in an environment where the Bible and church and particularly the Lord Jesus himself were very real to them. Isn't that wonderful to know that children can come to the Lord? One of the greatest Bible teachers that I've ever known told me that he was saved. He he came to know the Lord when he was four years of age. Isn't that marvelous? And then I've known individuals who came to know him much, much later in life. I was just talking with a man this past week who said, I came to know the Lord when I was 62. Isn't that something? Now, to God, it makes no difference whether it's four years of age or 62 years of age or whatever age. His mercy has no time or age limit. And lest you think, as some have, I wouldn't want to offer my life to Christ at my age when I've neglected him all the years of my life. Have you ever heard that? you ever thought that? Well, remember, 
that for the sincere seeker, God has a solution for even that problem. Oh, yes, his word tells us in Joel 2:25, And I will restore to you the years that the locusts have eaten. The locusts are those predators that rob and strip and leave utter desolation in their wake. Only God can erase the wasted, destructive time as though it had never been. And he can give us a chance to make up for the lost years. The statistics are gloomy as to how many in their later years actually turn to Christ for salvation and surrender themselves to him for recycling. But listen, God is never controlled by statistics. He doesn't have a shut-off age. His loving whosoever will may come rings in the ears of those who have an ear to hear, regardless of the age. You know, in my imagination, I look ahead to a special spot in heaven where those who came late in the date will gather and uh, rejoice together that they did come. They made it. Isn't that wonderful? The Bible has a great better late than never story. You can read it for yourself in Matthew chapter 20. It's the tale of an employer and his hired men. The regular employees who showed up at starting time and the extras hired later in the day. Quitting time came and the workers lined up for their wages. And you know what? Those who had come in late in the day received exactly the same as the others. It didn't take one penny out of the pockets of the full-time workmen. Another point to this story is that the latecomers were paid first. And, said the storyteller, this is like unto the kingdom of heaven. Is that an encouraging parable? Oh, it's more than that. It's God's promise that he keeps the door open. Jesus said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come in to him. This, my friend, is the beginning of the recycling process. Maybe today you're needing that reclamation, that redemption, that recycling. Maybe you've kind of been around the horn. You've done a lot of things you're not real proud of. And now something is saying to you, hey, hey, life isn't exactly right. And you're you're thinking to yourself, I need to do something different. I need to change. The good news is that no matter how late in the day it may be, no matter what your age or what has happened in your life, God is right here. He's right here. I'm going to pray for you. Oh, yes. I'm going to ask God to touch your life and do something very wonderful for you and recycle a life that, whatever has happened, you can be new. I'm telling you, old things are passed away. All things become new. Let's pray right now. Father, I thank you for this grand opportunity just to look into your word and talk a little bit about recycling. We hear so much about it 
in the uh, environmental scene. And it's a political issue, but far greater than that, it's one of the great issues of Scripture, that God is still in the reclaiming, the redeeming, the recycling work. We thank you for it. And I'm praying right now that you're going to touch that man. He doesn't really think that uh, there's a whole lot of hope for him because there's some wasted years and there are things that he's done that he's not real proud of. Worse than that, he's pretty ashamed. God, right now, right now, right where he is, I'm just asking that you'll reach through and touch his life and help him to know that you make all things new. You intersect our lives, the lives that are filled with tragedy and hurt and pain and regrets. And you can do a brand new work because you're God and you're not limited to our human environment. You can recycle and make brand new. And I'm praying that you'll do that today. And that mom or that teen or that boy girl. It really doesn't matter, dear Lord. I'm just praying right now that you would do that. Ah, yes. You're the Lord God Almighty, and we give you praise and thank you for what you are doing. Amen and amen. You know, while I was praying, I just happened to think about a letter that I received. I have a copy of it here in front of me. It says, Dear Rex, I'm, I'm in the fifth grade, and I just got saved. And I used to listen to Dayspring every once in a while, but I didn't really understand it. Now that I'm saved, it makes a whole lot more sense to me. Your friend. And he's from Cincinnati, Ohio. Isn't that beautiful? Here's a young guy. Just got reclaimed, redeemed. He's going to be recycled. You say, well, he didn't have a whole lot of recycle. Hey, my friend, it really doesn't matter. God is in the business of making all things new. Say, Don't forget to order the book entitled Families Under Stress and also our Prayer Insights Prayer Sheet. We simply want to give you information about how that you can become a prayer partner with us. So do that today. Thank you so much. It's been a great day. I'm looking forward to being with you again next week. Say, my friend, please let us hear from you today. Thanks. Thank you, Rex. Well, listening friend, regardless if you've been reclaimed, redeemed, or recycled, you can say, I am his and he is mine. What a wonderful affirmation. Well, I hope you enjoy these broadcasts, and if you do, we'd like to hear from you. Or if you want the book for Families Under Stress, our address is Post Office Box 56300, Portland, Oregon, 97238. Or call toll-free 1-800-783-783. D-A-Y-S. We'll look for your letter or phone call this week. Well, next week, Rex has a message called The Power of the Gospel. Please join us, my friend. Goodbye until next week at this same time on this fine station for Dayspring. deemed.